When people first quit video games, one of the most difficult things they have to overcome are cravings. These can happen at any time, completely randomly, and oftentimes, at the beginning, they can be especially hard to overcome, especially if you don't know how to do it. So in this episode, I thought I'd share a few of the things that I've learned on my five-year journey of quitting games, and in my last year of working with game quitters, on how I overcome cravings in my everyday life, and do the best I can to make it through a 90-day detox of no gaming. So firstly, what you need to do is understand why you're having these cravings. To put it as simply as possible, human beings have basic needs that need to be fulfilled, and gaming is very good at fulfilling these needs. If you listen to any other episodes of the podcast, you'll know that I talk about this a lot. The reason why is because it's so crucial to building that self-awareness and understanding why you're playing video games. For example, myself, the biggest reason why I played video games was to escape. It's to escape from work, to escape from stress, and to escape from failure. And so I would bury myself in the virtual world of gaming to get away from these problems instead of overcoming them. And while that might sound unimportant when it comes to cravings, now, when I get them, I know that usually it's because I've decided to give myself too much work or take on too much at once, and I'm starting to feel the stress creeping in. I want to escape from my difficulties and escape from the struggles in everyday life and just go back to video games. So as a result, I know that I need to work on managing my workload. I need to make sure that I don't take on too much at once until I can handle more. From there, it's just a case of getting through each day, getting through each hour as best I can. So when you're able to understand why you have cravings, you can start taking action on them. The first thing you need to do is catch yourself in the moment. If you haven't heard of it before, there's a thing called a habit loop. And this consists of three steps, a trigger, an action, and a reward that makes up the fundamental foundations of every habit. And we can also apply this to cravings. Quite often, when people experience cravings, it's because they've been triggered to do so. Maybe they see a video recommended to them on YouTube, which is a problem I've been struggling with recently, or they listen to a video game, or they listen to the soundtrack of their favorite video game, or something else, maybe on social media or whatever, that reminds them of a video game. So that would be the trigger. And then the action is, for example, clicking on the YouTube video, or going to a subreddit of your favorite game, or indulging in more of the soundtrack, and then maybe even taking action and downloading the game, or going back to video games in general. And then your reward is obviously the game. Your brain gets filled with all this dopamine and stimulation and it feels great. And so then when it comes around to next time, you're triggered to play the video game and you're a lot less likely to be strong and resist the temptation. So what you need to do is catch yourself in that trigger phase. And this won't be easy to start with. There'll be many, many times where you give in to that trigger give into that action and find yourself further along than you'd like to be. When I started out trying to quit Twitch or YouTube, I would open my laptop and out of habit, I would press T into the URL bar and Twitch would come up and <laughs> I'd just go straight to my favorite channel. And I'd find myself doing that even after deciding to quit Twitch. What I'd do is I'd find myself going to that channel or I'd find myself going to the Twitch homepage, and then after a few seconds, that acknowledgement would kick in, and I'd realize, what the hell am I doing in the first place? And eventually just click off the tab before I'd indulge in the stream that I went there to watch. And while it might seem like this is a failure to begin with, 
it's actually a perfect place to start. You can't expect yourself to go from zero to 100 straight away, but with practice and and through many failed attempts, eventually you'll start to catch yourself in the moment. You'll get your you'll start to acknowledge that it's happening before you hit that trigger. Now, another way we like to think of it at Game Quitters is with the three A's: acknowledge, accept, action. So you acknowledge that you've got this craving, you accept that it's happened to you, and then you take action to overcome it. And what does this action look like? Well, it could be different depending on what the craving is. If you're at home and you just get a random craving to play video games, the best thing I'd recommend for you is to change your environment. So it could be getting yourself to a coffee shop or a library and just taking a book with you. Just make it impossible for you to play video games. Another example could be if you're at home and you get these cravings is to go for a short walk, maybe 10 or 20 minutes, just to clear your head and reflect on why you're feeling these cravings. It's a great exercise in self-reflection, awareness and personal development as the perfect opportunity to do so. And one of the best things that you can do to avoid these cravings entirely is to keep yourself occupied with other activities. When you're so busy doing other things, you'll find it almost impossible to act on these cravings. Sure, there might be points where you still get them, but if you've created this incredible life for yourself with all these amazing skills and hobbies, then you've got no reason to play games in the first place. Your life is in too good of a place to want to go back and sacrifice everything you've worked for. I know this is a common thing with that I've talked about with Cam, the founder of Game Quitters. His life is in such a good place now that the thought of him going back to video games and just derailing everything he's worked on is so unfathomable to him that it's just easier for him to not play video games. And one of the best ways to do this, to occupy yourself with other activities, is to be more social, take part in more social activities. If you can build up a friendship group of people who are going to call you up and ask you to join them a few nights a week or someone you can talk to when you're feeling down and having these problems, it can make a huge difference to not only your ability to overcome cravings, but your overall well-being and mental health. It can make a massive difference to your journey in quitting video games, especially that first 90 days. And again, it's not easy to do it to create this close network of friends, but I guarantee it'll make such a big difference to you and completely change the way you think about your video game addiction. Now, just to finish up, I want to talk about this idea of having a mindset of momentum. And basically, when you first get these cravings and you start to take action to overcome them, use that momentum to propel you forward. Don't just allow yourself to get burdened by more cravings and think of yourself as a failure for getting them in the first place. Acknowledge that you have that craving and accept it. Take action and continue taking action. The more times you do it, the more times you can overcome these cravings and start doing the things that you love, the easier it will be in the future. If you can continue pushing that momentum forward, continue propelling yourself to greater heights, to new levels of activity, and really acknowledging and taking action every day of your life, it'll make such a big difference. Not even just in the 90 days, but going forward in the, the next few months, the next year, or however long you quit gaming for, hopefully forever, I guarantee you won't look back. It's easier to keep going than it is to stop and start again. As always, thanks for listening to this episode of Gaming the System. If you enjoyed, I'd really appreciate it if you leave a rating and a review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast so that you stay notified of future updates. If you haven't seen it already, I made a big announcement on the last episode of the podcast about a new show that we're releasing later this month, all about community stories featuring you guys. It's going to be called Life After Gaming, 
and it's going to be an awesome podcast that I can't wait to share with you. But until then, have a great day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Gaming the System, the number one podcast on gaming addiction brought to you by Game Quitters. As always, if you enjoyed the episode, make sure to share it around to family members, friends, or anyone you think could benefit, and don't forget to leave a review. It's super helpful. Check us out on social at Game Quitters Everywhere, and if gaming addiction is affecting your life, we recommend having a look at our guide on the website. It's gamequitters.com forward slash respawn if you're a gamer, and gamequitters.com forward slash reclaim if you're the parent or loved one of an addict. The important thing is not to lose hope, and remember, real life is always worth fighting for. See you in the next episode.